How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Ambitiously Broke, the most relatable podcast on the air to date. My name is Jacob Stiegel. And I'm Sam Mobley. Today, we have actually one of our really good friends. Um, Sam and I have worked with him, I don't know, plenty of times at this point, um, to the point where we're almost sick of it. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) But uh, Scott and I actually went to college together. Uh, We met or introduced him to Sam through some other projects with a few friends of ours. But Scott Stevens is our uh, guest on our show today. Scott, how are you? Thanks for having me, guys. I'm uh, excited to be here. Excited to talk about some stuff. Uh, yeah. Heard you guys doing some good stuff over here in the podcast. Yeah, man. We're cool. glad to have you out. Talk about some film stuff today, some projects we've worked on, and exactly. you know, just what we've been up to. Yeah, so we, for you know, our listeners and people like that, we... God, I don't know. I met Scott about six years ago or yeah, seven years six, ago now. Yeah. My sophomore year of college which was my second year or oh no my third year my third year Mm -hmm. junior year of college when i transferred to cal lutheran yeah um i met scott he was another student there and actually a departmental assistant at the time Mm -hmm. so he worked with the school and you know was teaching film and things like that um yeah but yeah yeah. kind of like helping run the department Um, yeah yeah and then i think i was a junior i think when you came in you were a sophomore i think i was a year older than you um something like that kind of showing you the ropes yeah I think, uh, you know, I, I actually ended up learning a lot from Scott at the time. You know, it was one of those things I came in already working in production. Like we've kind of talked about, I worked through college and high school and things like that already in production, but, um, learned a lot about the freelance world. Cause I was doing more like projects with Sam and Taylor, yeah. and, you know, our other yeah, boss definitely. and things like that. So I never really had to chase jobs. And then, you know, here comes Scott, this kid who's like, absolutely ambitious as hell and you know very broke but who's not though (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly we all are at this point we'll talk about that a little later because you know well that was a big thing too i mean i think like you like you said taylor and all them like the a lot of the freelance stuff that uh you introduced me to a lot of that stuff too was uh kind of just doing a lot of freelance stuff and going out and getting more experiences touching cameras and getting on set and doing things i had a lot of experience with like post stuff editing and yeah. things like that for people out yeah. there scott is a badass phenomenal editor um so if you need any help i think he may be a little locked down with a new position but he might still freelance on the side so we'll plug the instagram a little later yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but yeah i mean in all reality scott is a go-getter he works his ass off and he's super talented i learned a lot about editing from scott and you know um kind of just really got to explore a lot of ideas we made a few passion projects mm-hmm. and short films that turned out to be really shitty but um oh, not that shitty, dude. i don't think they were bad i think they just we didn't did, get the legs that they needed to really go anywhere we did some pretty cool ones i mean like the the spec car one we did was pretty cool the, that was really cool i think mm-hmm. sam was on that yeah, also sam right which one was that the, the aston, aston martin, martin thing yeah oh that's right the garage, with the yeah. parking the garage, garage. Yeah. yeah that's right mm-hmm. um but yeah so A little, I guess we can go back to kind of like the first project that we brought Scott in on that was like our big project. We were shooting a music video for one of our clients who happened to be Jamie Foxx at the time. And we... (laughs) Kind of a last minute shoot. (laughs) It was super last minute. It was for a song called Like a Drum. And if you've ever heard the song, it... um, I don't even know how to describe it. It was a pretty... It's pretty, definitely worth a listen. Yeah, it, you should check it it's out. Great it's, you know, it's, it's a really good song. It was a, The subject matter was a little interesting. Yeah. So we were shooting... We got notice, I guess, like 10 a.m. that we were going to be shooting a video in Beverly Hills at like 5 p.m. Yeah, I called these guys and I'm like, all right, 
uh we gotta you guys want to work in an hour yeah sam, i'm like we gotta go pick up all the gear in la right now first <laughs> sam gave us this crazy call basically said that we were shooting and we really didn't know what we were shooting all we knew it was for jamie fox it was a music video and we had a ton of equipment so we needed three people to basically man all this stuff yep and so here comes myself and scott because i was already working with sam a lot at the time and taylor our other buddy and and Scott, they just drag yeah. me into it. They just say, hey, just, you want to go, you wanna go do a Scott shoot for Jamie Foxx in Beverly Hills? And I'm like, yeah, dude, let's go. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Show up and there's a truckload full of equipment in the back. Just no idea what cases. Cases. No idea to. what I'm like, agreeing to. <laughs> yeah, so, that was only like one of three cars or something with gear in it, too. Oh, yeah, we had so many cars. We were absolutely stacked full of equipment. But the thing was, we got to the SLS Hotel in Beverly Hills. Why I remember all this is really scary. <laughs> I remember, yeah, it's, yeah. it was cool. It, was, it wasn't super I, it was, cool hotel. It was I had a long a good time. day. It was a cool thing though. I thought it was fun. I think we saw the weekend. We, we pulled in. Oh, we did. Up? That's yeah. right. The weekend yeah. was there. The musician. The weekend. Um, we weren't shooting on the weekend. It was the weekend. Um, and he had just. We were shooting in his room. I don't know if you guys knew. I that. didn't know that. I he didn't was know that. leaving I the hotel to go in a, to an award show. I think it was like the VMAs or something, and we got his room to shoot in, from what I heard. That's that was funny. one of the Bell guys told me. So we get to this place. We go up to this gorgeous room. It's like a presidential suite. It's like cool. three bedrooms. Really, Super really nice. pretty. But not big enough for all the people we Not had. big enough for 15 people. And the equipment. And, and the equipment. Yeah. And actors and the whole nine yards. But the second we got in there, blinds closed. Like, it was pitch black because we were making a movie at the time. Right. We had a track dolly set up. We had three girls that were doing God knows what. Like, they were in bikinis <laughs> that were supposed to be dancing to the song. While Basically, the, the whole premise of the video was that it was a chance encounter that Jamie met these girls at the hotel. And they also were at the club. And it was this whole thing. It took us 30 hours locked in that hotel room. Yeah, it was we I think it was the next morning. It was yeah, we were packing we left. Up. Yeah. I remember we were like we were going through the loading docks. Yeah. We were going through oh, the loading yeah. docks while they're like bringing in all the new clean towels and shit. Yeah. And we're like half asleep at 7 in the morning piling all this gear into the back yeah. of the truck and I'm like It was crazy. We've been up for 24 hours and now i have to drive all this gear back yep. to LA. <laughs> we had to drive home from LA, yep. which is an hour Plus the work traffic made about an hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half. Then turn around and drive back to LA to drop the shit off. Definitely my longest work day. It was, was crazy. One. Yeah. yeah. Well, not to mention then you had class in the morning too. Right after, didn't you, we had class. We had I think class. I was your DA in the class. Oh, that's right. That yep. later that day. And yep. we went there and I was just like, this is insane, dude, that we were literally, this is I haven't insane. slept. I still haven't slept. <laughs> like <laughs> the crazy, the crazy thing was we both looked at each other at one point and even our professor who was the department chair at the time looked at us and was like, you guys realize you just spent the entire night with Jamie Foxx and all of his friends. And now you're back in college yeah. sitting in class. And it was like, well, that's welcome, how it goes. Welcome you know? to LA. I, <laughs> I guess. got paid more for it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. Hey, you know, a hundred bucks, hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Hey, those are the jobs we take because mm -hmm. you got to pay the bills. Um, speaking of bills, yeah. I, uh, actually just fun little insert for you guys. I don't know if I've told you yet, cause I was ranting about this to everybody in my family the other day. Yesterday, I got a notification on my bank account 
the notification that everybody dreads and here on ambitiously broke i have become all too custom uh you know accustomed to getting that great your account is below twenty five dollars dude don't you love that call though i hate it when you look and it's overdrafted oh and it's God. not even 25 anymore it's negative 25 negative zero <laughs> red. right it's, you're like wait that's not a credit card yeah. yeah no so i got the uh the good notification that my card was below 25 dollars so i start looking on there and i noticed that i have four netflix charges pending for the month of november and so I look at it and I'm like, wait a minute, is it charging me per TV in my house? Because I have it logged into like <laughs> how they did it. What if that's TVs? how Netflix did it? Dude, right? Yeah. yeah. Horrible. So I start looking, I'm panicking. A month, yeah. yeah. I'm panicking. Cause like, you know, I don't have much income at this point right now. I'm in real estate. It takes a little while to get the ball rolling. So I, um, I start looking at it and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm reading on Netflix's thing. Like, how does it work? Is it by TV now? Did they switch and not tell me? <laughs> Like, I'm thinking of everything. Granted, I worked for Netflix on a feature film, so I know exactly how it works. I was just freaking out. Right. So I look, I look. Finally, I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm calling. Mm-hmm. I call Netflix. I get a call center in the Philippines, which I was a little scared of. No no knock against the Philippines, but I was like, okay. You're not uh, too confident. You're like, we're not going to call the 800 number. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be giving my bank information to the Philippines right now when I already don't have any money. So then I really can't bail myself well, out. Well, then they're not going to, they won't have anything you to You got take. nothing to lose, though. Yeah. So I sent it and I called them and they uh, were very helpful. She was very nice. She told me there were four active Netflix accounts under my credit card. So. Are you four four so i started looking i'm like okay well i have four tvs like maybe you know hey is this how it works works? so she goes no is your email address b a c d five dash squiggly line like it was (laughs) a weird yeah tilde e so long story short it came out that it was four well i have one account and then three other accounts in spain in Spain. Spain. Now, I've never been to Spain. So I was like, this is a little weird. And she started asking me, have you ever been to Spain? I was like, no. I think I know who it is. <laughs> who? It's the Spain girl. <laughs> I was just From our say. first Croatian trip. <laughs> Dude, she stole your card two so, years ago. Okay, so. getting charged for getting two years. Two, two years. That's yeah, the moral of the story. Like you haven't noticed. <laughs> there was, so there was a time when Sam and I traveled to Croatia. And we we did some hostel hopping, hostel, hostel, however you want to pronounce it, in Italy. I'm not even getting into that. And we were in Rome, and I met a very nice person. She was from Spain. She was actually a travel advisor um, or a travel agent, quote unquote. Um, And she was very nice. We had a few drinks, and that was the night. Um, anyway, we'll continue to move on from anyway, that one. A couple years later, Netflix years is later, charging you. Spain <laughs> now has my credit card number and it has three Netflix accounts, all streaming in 4K, by the way. So Excellent. they're smart. Of course. They charge more for that? They know how to do it. Yeah. Oh, so it's eight forty nine for regular. It's fifteen ninety nine for the upgraded 4K streaming. Plus, so, sometimes you got to add multiple screens. So then yeah, that's even exactly. more. So I start looking back and I'm like, wow. I've been getting quadruple charged for Netflix since July of this year and did not know it. Now, the thing that got me was this is the weirder part. I had another credit card number up until about three weeks ago. B 
because they said my debit card had been in a fraudulent scam somewhere and just sent me a new one so they just swapped it right out they just swapped it didn't even tell and me they did the change for you probably on netflix or what like this just no so i got my new debit card i activated it same scam what the heck so what she told me at bank of america is absolutely fantastic for this it seems because i've had it about five times now not with netflix other things um which i can tell you guys in a second but basically she said when you're on an auto payment, if you get a new card, like Visa or MasterCard or whatever, will automatically generate that into your auto payment and just, oh yeah, you're auto paid for Netflix? Here, here's the credit card number and just send it out. Interesting. So since I got a new card, they saw it was an auto payment. It just went. Cool feature. Definitely Great cool feature. Because I, so I, I just had to re-update all mine because I got a new card. It's it the worst. Really annoying. Great and, feature. But yeah. if you're in a scam... It yeah, sucks. definitely screws so, you. So now I've had this new debit card for literally three weeks, and now I'm getting another new one that I'll have to switch all my shit over again. Of course. And I checked the expiration date because she sent me a digital version of the card so that I could put it in my Apple mm-hmm. wallet. Uh-huh. It's only valid until December of this year. So what? like in a month? Yeah. Why? So she's sending me a brand new debit card. And then you got to get a Debit card one. number three for the year, and it's only valid for another 30 days. Well- 60 days, I guess. That's so frustrating. And then I have to get another one. So it'll be five debit cards (laughs) because of this Netflix. Come on. Why can't they all be linked to different bank accounts with thousands of dollars? It's ridiculous. Anyway, moral of the story is I had $25 in my bank account. I checked my funds now. I have $200 in my bank account because of the refunds from all the disputes for Netflix. Moral of the story is check your bank account. (laughs) Yes. See if you have five Netflix charges. (laughs) I don't know how it even happened. I, I mean, I watch Netflix a lot. And I've never gotten a notification because you know how like if there's more than a couple on your account at the same time, it says, yeah. oh, are you watching on right. continue watching on this TV and you can right. click no and then screw whoever. Honestly, watching. like the I've banks, never gotten that. The banks should be able to track like, oh, wow, look at that. This person has five Netflix accounts. Yeah. That's probably not normal. It would be fantastic. Yeah, if they it'd be did great that. if they could do that. But they don't. And it really frustrated the hell out of me the yeah. other day. I mean, I was losing my <laughs> mind. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> anyway, hilarious. That's just the um, uh, that's how it goes on ambitiously yeah. broke. That's life, and you know we uh, we strive to better ourselves, but sometimes you get a little kick in the pants, and you got to uh, you got to deal with it. Absolutely. So and Scott, that was one. You've worked on like you've worked on a lot of cool freelance projects. Do you have anything that you want to share? Any cool projects you want to share that you've worked on? Uh, Sam's coming out with the real question. That's a great question, dude. Um, I mean, something I worked on like continuously for like the last two years almost. Um, was these a bunch of stop motion projects I actually did. Oh, um, that's that super. I'm actually uh, pretty proud of because I wasn't doing stop motion at all. And uh, I was working with this company called Tilt out here, out in Simi Valley. And uh, they wanted to do these stop motion products or videos for their products. And I basically told them like, yeah, I think I can do it. And pretty much handled the whole thing from the shooting to the editing to the visual effects to even like make music for it. And like did 30 of them. Whoa. Yeah, like 30. Were they like two minute videos? One, or they, like one minute. They were all just pictures of Scott. One to t- it's me. It's <laughs> <my hands. laughs> Bunch of hand motions. No, I've actually seen them though, and they're really cool. I usually hate stop motion stuff because it drives me crazy. Just that you think about like you, it hurts yeah. your brain to watch it because you're like, oh, I feel bad for the person who had to make this. Right. It, well, yeah. it's like, have you ever seen the, uh, what was it Lego movies? When they first started, they were stop motion mm-hmm. because it was yep. actual Legos that they would move and do the whole yeah. thing. 
and now they're digital they're more digital i think there's still some stop motion but it used to give me a headache because it was like choppy mm-hmm. and as a as film people you watch it and you're totally like, wow, that's you're like really oh interesting bothers me yeah, yeah it gives me mm-hmm. a headache it's like a weird look yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but scots are really good actually and I don't know. I don't. I still don't have the patience. I mean, yeah. Well, I was I, like the ones that I was doing are pretty much like on a white background, and like I ended up doing a lot of like the hand drawn animation stuff that you can do in After Effects, where like like it's like the arrows and stuff kind of exploding and making the stuff look more fluid, kind and of bring animated. it more like realistic, bring it more to life. Yeah. So I mean, that was a pretty cool project that I've kind of just continuously done for a year and a half or so. It's That's kind of awesome. That's recently. super cool. Yeah. No. What, what's kind of the premise of the videos? Uh, kind like- of just to show. I mean, originally a lot of them were to kind of make the products do kind of like non product things so like uh-huh. they each had like a vibe to them like they were wireless chargers or something so to make them kind of do something quirky gotcha like super cool idea around. promotionally yeah and, definitely and i think actually a bunch of them were like they the products had like qr codes and, at target uh-huh and then you scan them at target and they went straight to like the youtube video online. what yeah, so it's pretty cool. that's, that's cool. sick yeah actually uh i know a lot of people are going towards like the smart chips now and stuff like that on products um, yeah, we, where you we, can we'll scan talk about that. and stuff. Yeah. Totally, we'll mm-hmm. talk about it in a little bit. Um, but I know Scott uh, in After Effects, you're really like proficient. Um, you work really hard on it. We had a class in college with a very great professor. His name was Mike Yaguccioni, Um and he was a After Effects Guru? artist. Yeah, yeah. Artist. I don't know, just kind of um, a visual effects guy in general. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did like The Revenant. He did some really wow. big movies. Yeah. yeah. So he was phenomenal. Very, very smart guy. I don't know how in the hell the college got him to teach there. After Effects is a hard one for sure. I sat That's in that great. class for like, I don't know how long a semester is anymore, but... Um, <laughs> as months, four months. Yeah, four months and had no idea what the hell I was doing. I mean, I finished the class dudes. where like... There were definitely <laughs> people in the class who had less... Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I got through the class and Let's like, you know, I was able to do it. Right. But... I, I mean, Scott, we'd have to show our projects every week, like our homework, you'd show it in front of everybody. And it was like, oh, animate this person's face or make a South Park character. And mine were just as simple as simple could be because I couldn't figure it yeah, out. Yeah, you did like the quick, Plus, easy one. we but were yeah, working, I mean, you got so something figured out. I mean, yeah, we yeah. were always on projects. So it was right. also like, I really didn't have that much time to sit for five hours and do an After Effects project. But Scott, even working on the projects with us would come out with these like, I mean, they definitely shit on everybody in the class, and it was really depressing. But well, you know, it felt good. You know, um, but, <laughs> it always feels good to have the best in class. But I mean, it, that's a, like, cool because I mean, that's a big important part. Like when you're in college, like it's great to like have the nicest project, but like it's also good to be like, yeah, like you said, outworking and like getting experience. And like if you don't, right? If you don't like love doing After Effects, then like maybe you shouldn't force yourself to be like an After Effects person or an editor but the thing is and the reason i say that you were super talented in it is it's something that you didn't know prior Mm -hmm. you were still working you were working with us on projects and you were doing all this stuff but you still set the time aside to learn it and do it and now that's a skill that you have and you were able to do these stop motion things or you know any other project when they say hey we need a vfx artist and you're like great i can totally do that as where i say yeah let me call scott that's great well that's i mean that was a big thing like leaving college too it's like being the person that i knew that my friends would call when they needed exactly After which is huge stuff. yeah because i mean it definitely got me work um across the board in different things like if i'm the guy like that would be that's what i tell my students too and i teach is like try to be that person that um your friends are going to call when you graduate college because they can't do something be right the person that you can do it now can you explain for the people because we really didn't explain it very well mm-hmm what you do you say you teach um Mm -hmm. i know what you do but for the listeners and people like that explain kind of how you've transitioned from student to professor to freelancer 
and if you can maybe touch on some other jobs that you wanted mm-hmm. to explore or that you recently have gotten well i mean as you mentioned i was like a da uh, when i was at school which was like a departmental assistant so mm-hmm. kind of like helping run classes run the department a lot of times um and then after i graduated this summer after i graduated uh the chair uh dan who was running the department at the time he uh he approached me and said they had an, an opening to teach an intro to multimedia class uh so i basically started teaching the semester after i graduated from college and teaching like introduction to multimedia, which was like Photoshop, Illustrator. I teach After Effects a little bit, um, mm-hmm. Premiere. Um, and then that was like really nice three months after I graduated from college, having that kind of steady income. Right. Even though it was still just like a part-time professor. Yeah, but it's still gig. like at least something that you have coming in, yeah. which is always no, nice like, to know that there's a lot of us graduate track. college and it's like, you got that six month gap, maybe even a year or so. Absolutely. That you're working, you know, you got to go back to being a waiter or doing uh-huh. something that you don't want to do or doesn't relate to your degree. Mm-hmm. But you spun it into like, hey, I'm going to go back to the place I just left and make some serious money. Doing, I don't know about serious, well, but, but yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. Money. Consistent money. Uh, doing I, but yeah, the thing that was that you do. something that was really lucky because like it honestly doesn't take that much time out of my day to go teach, right. and like it's a consistent like in the background kind of income that I have that allows me to spend the rest of my day when I'm not teaching, uh, doing freelance stuff, learning, continuing to do fun stuff, right. traveling, doing whatever and you I travel want. Travel a much. lot. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, for people that don't know, I don't even know if Sam knows. Uh, Scott and his girlfriend mm-hmm. run a blog slash vlog called Indigo Child, if I'm correct. Indigo Is Child it? blog, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, if you haven't checked it out and you listen to our podcast or watch us on our live streams, please check out. It's phenomenal. Um, I know I get a lot of like camping tips, not tips, but like camping advice and places to go from where they travel. Um, and I contact Scott all the time, like, hey, my girlfriend and I want to go to Yosemite. I know you just did a video there. Like, mm-hmm. where did you guys stay? Um, so they do phenomenal, phenomenal stuff and they just got a really cool opportunity taking a van around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. And I'm thoroughly jealous of that. Yeah. And no, I was, that was, I mean, cause the, the, that blog thing is kind of almost like we do it for fun nowadays. Cause I mean the blog in the end really has only like 36 subscribers, I think to it, but who cares? Um, but it's like something we do for fun when we travel, we make videos, take photos. And then like Jacob just said, um, one of my freelance clients, he customizes the interior sprinter vans and basically gave us a van for a week to go drive up the coast. What? That's so awesome. They create content and they're going to put it, um, the photos and the video on like the Mercedes Benz website for the. Wow, no for the way. Van. Yeah. So it's That's actually, so the pictures cool. are actually up there on the Mercedes Thousand Oaks website right now. I texted Scott when I saw the pictures and I was like, dude, these look like Apple stock photos. That's yeah. because awesome. it was like, you know, the, the stock photo that everyone uses of like the hands and the, it's like a wooden table. Yeah. It's like everyone girl holding a cup. And yeah. Like, <laughs> everyone right. uses the same stock photo. He literally took one that was identical, but it was way cooler because it was in nature. It was in this van. And I texted him like, wow, man. Yeah. You're using Apple stock photos and <laughs> nice. just selling them to your what clients. If I was? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, yeah, great idea. I just sold my clients. A picture on the trip. Just. <laughs> we actually just sat in the just, part, sat in the driveway the whole yeah, time he didn't even leave his house um, um so speaking of cameras cool. i thought a cool segment we could do we're all kind of scott's kind of one of our first film people that we've had on the show yeah uh and someone that we've what's everyone's gear with? that we use so you know i know scott has quite a few cameras jacob shoots with a few and i've got 
a few different. I know we all shoot with different stuff. Can we so just think, say Sam has an advantage here? His dad's also a camera operator. Yeah. So he's got cameras like no tomorrow. My dad buys cameras all the time, but most of them are film. Sam's the he only loves, person I know that's ever bought a twenty dollar camera body off Amazon and somehow took a better picture than I did. Twenty dollars? <laughs> I think I bought a. I think I, think it was, I bought like a fifty dollar. Yeah. yeah, it was like fifty dollar D thirty two hundred or yeah. something. That was Super my funny. that was my travel camera because I could I dropped it down a hill. All right. In Peru. So Scott and then climbed down the hill and cool. got it. <laughs> we'll go this way. Scott, you start. Um, well, I mean, for the most part, for the last couple of years, I've been shooting with. Uh, a GH4 a Panasonic, and um, I just like that it can shoot 4K. And then the GH4s are really good. I've yeah. shot with them a few times. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a solid. They have a solid quality, very consistent, very lightweight. I do really love that camera. And especially like when I got, it, I think it was like sixteen hundred dollars when I got it, maybe. And like, uh-huh. especially now, like they have the GH5 is out now, but the GH4 is still like a solid option. Oh, absolutely. It's under a thousand dollars, you could get. I mean, I think I think I've shot with both the gh4 and the gh5 side by side and it is like it's mm-hmm. pretty fairly it's pretty, pretty similar mm-hmm. comparison mm-hmm. um and then i also have a 5d a canon 5d mark ii um which is an older camera too that i got off craigslist originally for like 700 dollars, i think nice. and like wow. I, that's just like my favorite camera i think i've ever used because the, the build of it it's just it's like it's a i've held that body it's solid and like the pictures i only use it for photos and the photos are just because like, like 21 megapixels or something but they're they're good. They're like professional quality. It's good. It's better than the GH4 photos. Um, yeah, the 5D is a super nice camera. It does do a very solid photo. And I mean, as anyone in the film industry knows, the 5D was a huge like that was the big push it's like a monumental into camera. Yeah, um, big time into like film and video combination. That was like the pinnacle of switching into that market. Mm-hmm. Do you have drones still? I have a Mavic pro the first one uh, i don't use it that much anymore but it's hey, it was still cool. have it in your back pocket though. it was still cool yeah it, i'm kind of kind of over the hype of it to be honest like yeah the, totally. the 4k footage just doesn't really do it for me like just doesn't have like the i can't color correct it or it's still kind of like a gopro feed yeah, yeah it's not the best 4k it's cool either. it's more of like a fun thing at this point mm-hmm, i feel exactly. like yeah i kind of i definitely fell out of buying drones for a while um and the new one the mavic pro the mavic mini like it doesn't really have any this. quality, but the quality that it produces is good enough for Instagram and stuff. And yeah. I mean, at a $400 price mm-hmm. point versus a $1,500 price point for the Mavic Pro. It's a no-brainer. I think it's definitely something I might hop into. So now, end-all, be-all, one camera, no, price doesn't matter. What are you buying? Uh, the, the one I've been looking at is just the, uh, the Canon 1DX Mark II. And I've been looking at that one for a while, oh, and I just yeah. can't really afford it. But, but I'm saying yeah, that's the dream camera. camera. Like honestly, like right now, I haven't seen too many cameras because like I'd love to have a Red or something like that, or even Ari. Or I don't know, whatever that shoots yeah, like that. So but I was just telling Sam about dream it. Dream camera though. That like, cause I a camera that can shoot at Anything. least 20 megapixels and shoot 4K 60 frames per second. That looks good. Looks amazing. Like that. I, it's all in one camera. So that's, that one that's DX it. crushes it's it too. The one DX. It's unbelievable. They're insane. That was the one thing I wish I would have gotten when the our one of our friends was selling one. Yeah. And I wish I would have bought it at the time, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. And, and Canon. I mean, yeah. Canon lenses are great, and oh, that yeah. mount fits tons of amazing, mm-hmm. beautiful lenses with beautiful glass. It's super popular all throughout the film world. So hundred percent. It's definitely a great now, camera. What do you think you have invested? into camera equipment well ballpark it just general ballpark in total yeah throughout the years it's probably only somewhere around like 
four thousand dollars. It's maybe? pretty. It's yeah, you can definitely really, get that's quite good. a kit yeah. for that's a pretty solid. affordable. I mean, set. I think honestly, the most expensive thing I have is I have a the the what's the sixteen to seventy zoom lens f two point eight or something like that. Uh, okay, like yeah, so those are expensive, it's beautiful lens. Yeah, it's real nice. But I mean, that's like that was like the biggest chunk purchase I made. That was like that thing's a workhorse. Yeah. Is yeah. that your favorite? What's your favorite? lens? That is without a doubt my favorite yeah. lens. It's unbelievable. Having how sharp such it is. a range from going mm-hmm. to the super wide to portrait 70, yeah. at a yep. two eight is just perfect. Unbelievable how sharp it is. Never too. need another lens. It's scary. It's mm-hmm. actually scary tack sharp. Like you better make sure that your face looks well, it's good. crazy because I'll take pictures with my other lenses and I'll be like, This looks like garbage. Yep. Like and then I'll be like, I'm never using any other lens besides this one. Yeah, you but then the you difference. have to and it's like yeah. you have to, yeah. Then no one really cares anymore. All right. <laughs> so you're you're a solid four thousand invested in the camera say stuff, 4, I'd say. Good amount. Okay. Yeah. But you got a bunch of stuff for that four grand. So you're a pretty wise yeah. investor yeah. in right the camera stuff. stuff. Off, yeah. 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 What about Sam? Um I mainly do photo. That's well. I do video, but most of my camera my camera gear is mainly focused on photos. So I shoot with the Nikon D six ten. It does twenty four megapixels, and a lot. Of, me and my dad share a lot of the gear, so um, with a lot, he's a pretty good kit that he's built up over the years. Uh, favorite lens by far is his twenty year old Nikon eighty to two hundred two eight. Kicks ass. By far the best lens I've ever used in my life. It's got the Jealous. sharpest. Mm-hmm. It's got the sharpest shot. It's got a little aged like. It's got a look to it. It's, it's got, got an aged look to it. To it. Yeah. yeah, it's. I would like if I could keep that lens forever. That's all I would shoot because I love it. yes, it's like the eighty millimeter is like pretty tight. So there is you definitely kind of have some missing room in that wider range but if you're shooting like people if you're shooting portraits or landscape i mean it's like being able to get to the 200 millimeter and still shoot kind of a portrait level is by far the best and the low light mm-hmm. at the 2.8 is amazing right um i know you have a pile of gopros oh yeah I a think literal pile I literally went other, literally literally i think pile. i have 15 now yeah um, like they're all, all hero of, threes and all, fours uh, though. I was gonna say, yeah. Like, you have a progression, like <laughs> yeah, I have a couple hero two generations. <laughs> I haven't bought anything after the hero four though. I'm thinking about getting the max now, mainly because I want to be able to shoot the VR. Um, yeah, those videos have been crazy. That yeah, I've been the like cool the thing, three sixty things, or was that yeah, but their new one, the hero eight max, uh, allows you to do like normal footage, because they essentially like sandwiched two hero eights standard hero eights into each other so you can shoot both like a standard gopro and then you also have the option of shooting the 360 see but the thing that gopro that got me with gopro was they came they went from like hero four to hero eight in like a year and a half they like <laughs> they did jump literally it does feel like they jumped quite because a bit. i bought yeah. a hero five black and was like this thing's great love it badass all of a sudden, it was like, oh, yeah, Hero 7's coming out next month. I was like, wait, I You're just like, bought this thing. Yeah, yeah, they release a new one every year. That's the thing. It was crazy. Um, that was like a fast progression of four different cameras that came like, out. If you don't pay attention to it, you're like, oh, what did I miss? Like, like right. Yeah. I feel like no, oh, I, I didn't pay attention yeah. to GoPro for a year, and I don't even know what a GoPro looks like now. It looks no, yeah. completely different. It's totally crazy. The only thing – the only so one of the big changes that they've made that I do like is instead of having – instead of putting your camera in a housing, it's just – one thing yeah it's waterproof in total already you still have the removable batteries which is super nice um but the only thing with the hero 8 that i've heard issues with are they have 
the mount on the bottom folds up, which is cool because you can switch back and forth, but it's super right. fragile. Oh, really? Because it's just like the mount is mounted in with two with four screws into the bottom that GoPro. So it's like any hard hit oh. is just going to rip those screws out of So it's no the, longer yeah, that. Like the whole point of the GoPro. Yeah, exactly. It's no longer that like the thing with the hook mount. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is. It's still that same style, but the two, you know, like the two little prongs that they have that right. you drove. So they fold up into the camera like this now oh, and like no. this. And then you drive the pin Because that was the thing. Those were thick and they were hard. So, you so the, yeah, they're not as hardy anymore. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you used to throw those things uh, all over the place. They were fine. But GoPro GoPro was really my first... That was like what started this yeah. all for me. That was what started mm-hmm. drones for me. That was what... Yeah. That's how I got into this was I mean, GoPro. We, I we, I interviewed with them for a job. I remember that. You yeah. Had like four interviews with them. Yeah, I had... Really? I flew up there for their... To interview at their headquarters and stuff. And, you know, they are a really good company. They've gone through a lot of hard stuff just from market changes i remember and... when you were going through those interviews i was sitting at the front desk at drone fly <laughs> and sam came back he's like oh yeah i got this interview at gopro and i was like no you didn't <laughs> like dude you're 17 years old <laughs> like you're not up. working at gopro and he's like yeah dude they called me they want to interview blah blah blah. so we started talking it like kind of fell through like didn't didn't necessarily all pan out and I was like, Sam, you realize you're going to be like the only 17 year old kid I've ever met making like a hundred thousand bucks yeah, a year living in, yeah, living in like Silicon Valley. I was like, come on, I, man. you know, I wanted it so <laughs> bad, but obsolete. really it like wasn't the right choice, but man, it would have been crazy. Even That'd if I had done sick, it dude. and like left for a year later or something, it would have been crazy. Uh, but you know, I'm Absolutely. super glad to even have the opportunity to have interviewed with them because they are a great, just that they know your name is right. crazy. They are a great well, company. Yeah, considering you, you know, you're like, you're doing the right thing at least. I mean, like exactly. you're, you're like, progressing towards kind the of right following kind of the stuff. right path yeah. and like going in the right area. Exactly. But I mean, yeah, that's a company that I've like worked around forever since well, the yeah, beginning of always, time. And it's like shot their VR stuff. I did edited some VR stuff for deadliest catch. You know, it's like they do make some incredible stuff. But I think, that's I think about GoPro it, yeah. is one of the, I would say, one of the companies that gets a lot of people started in cameras. Yeah, I especially agree. nowadays because the the accessibility to them is so wide. Like you can get them pretty much anywhere. They're really mm-hmm. cheap, uh, well, not relatively cheap for camera equipment, and they're easy to use. So I think that really starts a big passion for people. Mm-hmm. Like totally. they'll go out and surf and be like, "Wow, I got this cool shot." I wonder if I can make a career out of this and a big progression I've seen is like GoPro to either drone. Mm -hmm. You go, people go GoPro to drone or GoPro to DSLR. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like, well, it's a big thing too. Cause like before that they you had point and shoot cameras that you could just, whatever was easy, but they look like trash. Like they were just terrible. Yeah. GoPro was like that perfect time where it was like, Oh, it was like 1080, 60 frames per second, slow-mo something like, and it was actually good quality. And that was, what was huge is their slow-mo and HD too. Mm -hmm. And they, their issue with them was like, they, got what we're getting out of the iphone now mm-hmm. before any of that existed 100 percent, and that was like what their big thing and that's unfortunately been one of the issues with why they've like gone down is just because the phone People cameras have gotten so mm-hmm. good well that and then also they kind of had that drone issue um, right which but we that was i mean that with. was like a big of their i feel like that was kind of their big last push that was their like yeah. last hope was of to anything push crazy that, right? yeah DJI is just DJI has taken over. They're just taking yeah. over. They, They're gonna run they the world. Own the world. Yeah. Hopefully Apple buys them and shuts them down. That's my hope. And just starts breaking their drugs. Yeah. And just <laughs> smashes them. I'm gonna go to Apple. I'm gonna get a job at Apple. Buy DJI and be like, all right, we're gonna burn it all. <laughs> 
Well, that was crazy. I think when I first met you guys, you were both working at Dronefly. Yep. I think yep. right. Yep. And yep. I remember just I think that first time you were talking about another shoot with Jamie Fox or something at his house. Maybe I don't know, but we uh, the first time came to Dronefly and Sam's in the back like building three drones. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I've never even like really seen a drone at that point. Like flown one. <laughs> I'm like 17. Like yeah. Sam's like taking apart, apart the motors and stuff <laughs> like that. And he's like, Oh yeah, we're just gonna go fly this drone now. And I'm like, Dude, You just built this drone right now. Yep. It's crazy, dude. I drones think- are crazy. They're cool. I a huge fan of them honestly i have a shoot i have to go test in like an hour for because we're doing a jeep shoot tomorrow um but solid they're super invite. interesting cool. solid invite right yeah. scott yeah <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow scott you want to actually anything? editing tomorrow okay. oh, oh sick sorry. well great and I'll, I'll be fun employed tomorrow sorry man um no but i think in all reality i think um drones I don't know. Drones were kind of like the start of everything for us, at least Sam for me, and I. For like, sure. Well, Absolutely. For our friendship, too. Like, yeah. we, that's how we met and everything like that. Like, I'm very grateful to drones. I'll always love them. Um, and they're a lot of fun. I think it's kind of become one of those things where we did so much of it at such a young age and when they first started that it, we kind of like burned ourselves out on them. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. for me now, like, when people call me to do drone stuff, I'm like, eh, I'll do it. Yeah, that's but how I feel. it's yeah. no longer like, yes, I'm going to fly a drone yes, through this drone house. Stuff. And I'm going to try to flip out the back window. Well, like, and then I used to call you and be like, oh, hey, can you come film this apartment complex for real estate? Video? <laughs> Sick, <laughs> sure. Yeah. I remember I me stoked. and Scott, me and Jacob went and filmed a real estate video for Scott yeah. one day up yep. just up the street. That was a good one. Yeah. That yeah. was a crazy house. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember one of the first, I think it was the Either the first or the second job that I ever called Scott to do um, was a Jamie Foxx video again. Was not the one in the hotel room. So if that was the first, this must have been the second. It was the one at his house. I think I was filming behind the scenes video or something. Yeah, you were doing BTS, and I was supposed to do it, but I was going. Oh wait, was this ET? No, no, that was a different. That was was the third one. one. That was a good one. This was. in love by now. Twenty three. He pushed yes. the piano off the, the one with yes, George Lopez. That's right. Where I drove uh, my drove the piano in my truck all the way to yes, the top of the yeah, house. <laughs> George Lopez, Nicole Scherzinger. I yep. think Dion Taylor directed it. I want to say. I think so. Um, yeah, I think so. Which he has a phenomenal new movie out, Black and Blue. Um, not plugging that at all, but uh, <laughs> I've it. heard it's fantastic. Um, but it was a really big production, and I remember I was. I think my grandparents, my, my grandpa was sick at the time. Um, so I was out of town uh-huh. and I called, uh, called me. Yeah. And Scott's you had like, called me and we're like, Hey, we have this video with Jamie tomorrow. You're coming. I was like, uh, dude, I'm out of town. So I called Scott and I was like, Scott, there's this great video. It's going to be super chill. It's with Jamie Foxx, a bunch of people. Don't worry. It'll be sick. And he's like, all right, cool. I'm in. <laughs> he shows up and then he calls me. He's like, so I'm at the store buying shorts right now because yeah, I'm running up a mountain with camera gear. Okay, so I mean, because it's like the first time I had met Taylor. Had so to funny. Go to Jamie Foxx's house. I'm like, oh, okay, I should probably dress like decently. I'm going to wear jeans yeah, right. and like a decent, of course, like, 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 down, presentable. Like and then I get there and Taylor was like, dude, you should probably uh, go change. because It was like be, 80 degrees or something. Like, it was like 90 degrees. And he's like, we're going to be up on a mountain the entire day. With it's going to be piano. dusty. Yeah. And you're going to be holding a mo- like a Movie or like a Ronin oh with a gosh. DV camera the entire time. And I went to Sports Chalet and got shorts. That's so funny. I forgot about that. It's so funny. He called me. He's like, what in the hell did you get me into? And I was like, why? What do they have you doing? He was like, I have ran up and down Jamie's Hill in his backyard like eight times with camera gear. I'm so tired. And I was like, yeah, my bad, man. I'm it was sorry. Right. It wasn't the worst thing. It was just like, it was funny because it yeah. was just. That's honestly no, was a lot of the shoots. I feel like yeah. a lot of the shoots we've done. None of them have been. I've never done a shoot that's been bad that I was like, wow, that was miserable. And I hate it. A lot of them no. have been like. 
that was like kind of ridiculous kind of annoying but kind of funny ridiculous yeah. they're all the shoots that like at the time you're like wow this sucks because right. you're tired you're exhausted it's cold it's hot you're dusty you're dirty you're but you in look these back weird and you're like but we had a good time it could be a lot worse you know yeah. you could be doing and then you sit like this and you're like wow that was actually hysterical yeah right like what a good time I think, um, you know, on the, the video that we all did together, the uh, like a drum music video, we had one of the girls was like rolling a blunt um, on this couch while the song's playing. And I'm standing there holding a light above her head, trying to stay out of the shot. So I'm like holding my shirt and I have this light above her and I look in the other room. The other girl who's the actress is passed out on the couch. The other one's oh eating a piece gosh. of pizza. And here's <laughs> Scott just sitting there on his phone. And I'm like, dude, what are, what we, are we doing? doing? So funny. And Sam, I, Sam's like, in the DIT just like watching the yeah, footage. Like Sam's making sure the cameras don't yeah. run out of battery. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And then, and then I'm like sitting there watching the footage download. And all the computers go black. And I'm like... Who did that? Yeah. And someone pulled the power cord. Someone just got to charge their phone. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. We've had some pretty funny ones. We've had some good times. Um, but real quick, I never said my camera gear, yeah, so I'll just let just you guys back know. Into that. Um, I yeah, I have about six GoPros, I think. Uh, yeah, Jacob's got quite a GoPro. Setup. I have quite a few. I don't use any of them. I mean, I have them all sitting in a drawer with all their stuff. That's don't use them at all. Um, I have. I actually got two news broadcasting cameras out of a dumpster one time at Kowloon. You know, I have one of those. And I oh three somewhere of them. in my I room. I got three of them. Yep. I gave one to Sam for Christmas. They make really good bookends. Uh-huh. Um <laughs> we'll post a picture of your of your bookends. Yeah. We'll put They're it on great. the website. I have them sitting in my room. Um and then my main thing I shoot on a Sony A7S Mark II. That Beautiful was actually camera. the first DSLR that I got. Um cuz we were shooting so much that I never really had to buy a camera. Mm-hmm. We were shooting on other people's equipment, rented right. equipment and stuff like that. So my first big purchase, um, I kind of just went all in. I think I spent like, I want to say like five grand, got a A7S Mark II when they, f- I think it was like six months after they came out. So they're yeah, still relatively like new. Big hype on them. Um, I got a 24 to 70 Zeiss F4 zoom lens, um, which is a fantastic lens. I Beautiful wish it was lens. a little, yeah. you know faster than that stop but yeah i shoot a lot of painting videos for a company out here and the overspray got all over my I'm lens gonna buy so you, i'm gonna buy you i'm gonna buy you a clear footage filter and i'd be like jacob is your camera all right because I'm, <laughs> I'm watching this footage of just spray paint going yeah all over the camera. it's crazy i mean my camera right now if you know any like a street artist his name's alec monopoly my camera looks like an alec monopoly piece it has overspray of like different house colors and like my lenses That's are all hilarious. covered in paint there's fingerprints on it um but that thing's been my workhorse. Yeah. I mean, it takes really... Uh, it's decent stills. It's only like 12.8 megapixels, which is but horrible. It's, but that's the thing is it's but still super sharp. It's, it's still, still looks such so, a nice camera. it's such yeah. a good sensor in there. It's that crazy. Even though it's only shooting 12 megapixels, it's still a beautiful image. Exactly. So that's kind of the thing is it counter counterbalances itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the 4K internal recording is really great too. Right. Um, the low light is absolutely stupid crazy. That's what's that uh, we, camera's that's what's amazing. We did about a test camera. one time when I first got it. I don't think you were there. Yeah. Um, we drove up to this parking lot in the middle of the Santa Monica Mountains, which is like a the only non light polluted area oh, in that's our, right. yep. our whole city. Um, and we cranked I think it's three hundred and forty thousand ISO mm-hmm. And it looked like it was perfectly sunny so daytime, crazy. and it was I forgot pitch about black, that. not a single light out at all. I've seen people shoot full-on 
pitch black videos at the three fifth at the like three hundred fifty thousand yeah. ISO, and it just looks like daytime. Yeah, and or they're I mean, moonlit, it, and that's all they use. It's super noisy, but it's you know, if it, if you're in a pinch, it works. And right. If you have a really good noise person, it's not something you great. want to necessarily use, but yeah. the f- idea that you can really that being able to go that high mm-hmm. allows you to it's shoot twenty four thousand with no noise. Yeah, that's yeah. what's oh, that's 100%. what's huge. Is any camera that you shoot like, twenty four thousand would be unusable. And the nice thing is, when you're shooting, say it's like five six p.m. here, it's getting dark. You're only at like eighteen hundred ISO. Right. It's doesn't ridiculous. matter. Yeah, exactly. And it's perfectly like calm. my camera. My for uh, photo and stuff. My Nikon. Like I shoot. Once I get into 6400, it starts to get noisy. And it's, yeah. I mean, I don't ever really use that much. I'm scared to go past 1600, dude. <laughs> what are you on the 5D? On the five, well, I, it's fine, but I just like. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, I don't me. push back. Yeah. I don't push past 3200. Yeah. But I want to say like 12,000 is where it starts to get noisy on my yeah. camera. It's well, really. It's like a different scale almost. It's like we're on the Sony. I mean, I yeah. feel like the. I don't know. When I looked at your cameras, I'll be like, dude, how are you shooting at that high by so? <laughs> I'm like, Sony is crazy. Works. All their cameras are yeah. so high. Yeah. For everyone that doesn't know, uh, your three big things that give you your brightness of your image is your aperture, your ISO, and your shutter speed. Shutter speed. Thank you, Scott. I stayed out of that one. <laughs> good. I know it, but I'm just not even going to bother. Talk about that in my class next week at school. So. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so basically, um, I mean, as you guys can kind of tell, we have a history of some fun projects. Um, that's just a very surface level of what we've all done together. I know Scott has done some phenomenal, phenomenal work um, that we've all seen. And I mean, Sam and I, you guys know our stories. We work on some crazy shit. Yeah. Um, I actually just got a... Scott's weird... been around for quite a few of them, though. I've been around just he watching has. it. Like, like yeah. Even like when you guys were in Croatia and stuff like that, I was yeah. like, what are these guys doing? Like, like, what are they going to talk to Jacob in like a month? <laughs> Croatia. Just disappeared. <laughs> I'm in another country. Um, no, but I actually... I just got a text the other day. A friend of mine said she's going to work on a Scorsese movie Ooh, in Oklahoma wow. for a year. Ooh. Whoa. And I was like, ooh... I don't know if I could do Oklahoma for a year. Dude, I mean, that's not crazy. Bad, it's not like it was an offer to work on the job, yeah. but it was just, yeah. <laughs> I started thinking about it and like, I know production and stuff like that. And I just don't know if I could pull the trigger on Oklahoma for a year. It'd be an interesting one for sure. You'd probably make a lot of money though. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Especially on get paid LA podcast. rates in Oklahoma. <laughs> what? Yeah. So change the name of the podcast. If you that. Be very rich and young. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. It would Oklahoma's still be. Not bad. Oklahoma's right. I, mean, I don't know about, I think they have tornadoes in Oklahoma. Yeah. You don't want Do to they? be there for yeah. that. But see, that's my, you just I, run. I mean, okay. if it's not your house, you really so can, just speaking run away. of tornadoes and crazy <laughs> stuff, tell me this, this was something I actually like legitimately had a conversation with someone I felt really stupid about the other day. Uh-oh. So my girlfriend had a family friend who is from Sweden Okay. They were in town. So they were like, oh, yeah, you know, Sweden's great. Come visit us, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, is there a bad time to go to Sweden? She's like, no, not really. It gets cold. And I was like, cool. Well, like, we have earthquakes. What does Sweden have? She was like, nothing. I think it's true. I mean, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of places. There's, like, a lot of northern so, Europe places. They're not on the plates. They're not. Yeah. They don't so, necessarily get hit with the hurricanes. They don't get to hit with them, tornadoes. They were like. The the notion of a, a hurricane or a tornado or a flash flood or a monsoon or an earthquake was insane. Yeah. Right. And I'm sitting here like, oh, yeah, it's earthquake weather today. Like, yeah. yeah. And well, our whole city's on fire. That's what's been interesting with us, I feel like, is like the east coast of the U.S. gets hit with. I mean, they always get hit with storms or tornadoes or like some big thunderstorm something or snowstorm crazy. something. Yeah. In California, I grew up 
I mean, recently the fires have been horrible, and that's like our really, big thing. Really is it's like, oh, the wind. We got the wind coming today. All right, it's gonna be how yeah, many fires, fires can we count yeah. today? Yeah, your disaster. Bag Literally, ready. walk out my front on Wednesday. I think it was just last Wednesday. There was the fire. Wake up to the fire in Simi Valley. They get that out, and then Santa, I'm like, Santa fire starts. And yeah, then, and then yeah. I get, I wake up, or I like walk out my house to go to dinner, and just like outside my front yard, the whole mountain's on fire, and I'm like, all right, that's cool. Yeah, no, it's crazy. It's been like the apocalypse yeah. out here. Yeah. But besides that, we don't really have anything to worry about. I mean, there's we earthquakes. Had earthquake every once. We had a good one. Like, we did have a good like one. Seven point one. That was wild. Yeah. But how often does that really happen? I mean, to be honest, I was talking to uh, Courtney, my girlfriend, about this, and it was I would. I mean, I've never really been lived through a hurricane, so I don't really know. But I mean, like hurricanes, you can be consistent. Like, there's going to be a hurricane every year. Yeah, right. When you're in Florida or something like that. Like here, it's like, oh, I'll take an earthquake once, once every, every six, 10, years, six years, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And with like three seconds of warning. and then a fire, maybe I don't know. But like, I'd rather, I don't know. I prefer. I like. LA. I'll take the chance. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I'd way rather yeah. do do like a fire here and there mm-hmm. and a potential the one, earthquake. The one thing I have to say yeah. is weeks. like with hurricanes and things like that is you at least get a warning and right. tornadoes yeah. like you can see them coming in an earthquake you're like dude you're sleeping all of a sudden you're on the floor the issue nowadays though is these That's hurricanes like yeah <laughs> the hurricanes they hit every like once a month at this point it's like all right well let's all pack up and leave again tornado's scary though tornadoes because i have family that lives in kansas i would not want to do a tornado there'll be times when it's like it's like just crazy windy and then like it just and you're like it's happening like yeah there was lightning i granted i don't remember because i was a baby but my mom uh what my dad when he was doing feature films um we were in kansas i think Mm -hmm. somewhere around like tornado alley Mm -hmm. and he was doing a movie i think it was twister i want to (laughs) say um and yeah ironic i could be wrong don't quote me on that but um yeah, my mom was in the elevator with myself, my brother, and our two Rottweilers at the time and got stuck in a tornado. Oh, no. You say in the elevator? In an elevator. Oh, no. That's I, granted, I don't remember it, but she tells us the story all the time, and I'm just like, whoa. I, good thing I, I wouldn't remember yeah, that. I would, that's the one. I'd never one go day, in an elevator again. One day I do want to chase tornadoes, though. I think that'd be it fun It does seem really bit. cool. I don't necessarily want to live in Tornado Alley, but I would like to chase them in a like truck or something. Is, right. there, it is kind of, I mean, because like when I was in Kansas, there was this crazy storm that we were there and I was taking, uh, we were taking like long exposures at night nice. of the clouds and stuff and you're just seeing it form. It's like, it's really cool with the lightning and everything. Right. But it like, has to be so of. eerie. I oh, it's, cr- it's crazy. love creepy, storms. It's so bad, but I, I love like any natural like disaster. It's so it. interesting to me. I have such bad anxiety as is that it's just like, yeah, dude, anytime there's clouds, I'm like, lock me in my room and play Call my of Duty. My anxiety <laughs> kind of drives it, though. <laughs> <laughs> lock me in my room from the clouds. I, well, I, I mean, Sweden, is Sweden one of those places where like in the winter it stays dark? Or no? Is it not far enough? Uh, I think she said that it gets like... Not that it's dark They all probably the time, have like six hour days But yeah, or it, it's just kind of like dusk all the time. That's kind of cool. I yeah. could be wrong. I could sound like an idiot on here. Because well, I, I mean, I, like, I get Sweden and Norway mixed up. And like there were some Norwegian people who we went to school with. And well, they would talk right next to each other. They would talk. Are they right next to each other? Yeah. One of them's probably further north. But I mean, they would talk about how I'm in the winter. That's Norway. Starts with an N. Norway has Sweden starts with an S. <laughs> that's dude. That's good logic. Norway. I hope you're completely wrong. I hope you're absolutely wrong. And it's the opposite. I wish I had my phone. Scott's going to have to look it up because he has it up on your phone. We're checking this because if that works, that's serious logic. Regardless. Hold on. Can we hear the logic again? Norway has an N in it for north. Sweden has an S in it for south. (laughs) 
That could be the dumbest thing oh anyone's ever God. said, but if it's right, then that's the easiest thing ever. Hold on, we'll put a map it. of this on the website. Don't worry. Yeah, we'll we'll check it out. Page. By the way, check our website out. It's uh, ambitiouslybroke.com. Yep. Uh, we have Super our bios lucky getting on there. that domain name. Yeah. All right. So technically, yeah, Norway is north of Sweden. It's on the top here. Interesting. Boom, bitch. I'm good at geography. But I'd say they're pretty. You know, I'd say they're, they're pretty. pretty equal. They're next Parallel, to each other. Though. Yeah. But still, regardless, like there were some kids from Norway when we went to school with them, and they were like, "Yeah, in the winter, it's light for like two days." out of yeah. the year or yeah, like not two days but like two hours more. out of the day wow, they're crazy they're like in line with the top of alaska yeah, that's wild exactly and like me we went to uh we went to banff we went to canada uh you went to where year. in banff national park you've seen pictures of it. crazy blue lakes crazy mountains i've always banff? wanted to go there banff b-a-n-f-f oh okay because as far as i knew banff was b-a-m-f and that like stood badass for badass no, mofo b-a-n-f <laughs> sorry i just studied, okay because you know, i was like wait i've never brilliant. heard of this place um but i've seen the photos i'm kind of like uh the i remember (laughs) now you're very jealous (laughs) regardless in the (laughs) summer in the summer the sun didn't go down till like it was like 11 o'clock when it was like dark that's insane at night that's ridiculous even came up at five even in oregon absolutely because i lived in oregon for a while and in the winter the middle of this not the winter sorry the middle of the summer it got dark i think the sun set at 9 45 which blew my mind Mm -hmm. From, because I mean, here it, it's like eight o'clock. We're pretty far south down yeah. in Southern California, so it's like it sets at like eight o'clock in the summer, which is fine. But nine forty-five, right. I was like, "What the frick? It's ten o'clock it's and it's sun. There's still light out." It's but in the winter, the your days are six hours long, and then it's really miserable, and it's raining all day, and then you don't Ridiculous. want to be there. And you're like, Take um, California. And, anyway, yeah, exactly. We're works. coming into <laughs> the uh, fifty-three minute mark of our podcast here, so uh, we've actually got a long show today. Wow. Awesome. Um, Anyway, we have a portion of our show called the expense report that we try to do when we remember, um, which basically means we go over kind of our weekly expense and what um, what we can work on, what we can improve on and things like that. Tips for the young people out there and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. people our age. Basically, what we're trying to do is, is build wealth together um, any way that we can through odd jobs, things like that. Um, I have no problem starting off. Uh, this last week, I spent about... 50 bucks which was uh mainly due to the fact that i uh didn't have a debit card because my bank shut it down that's pretty good uh, you know that helps maybe which, if you just cut them up yeah it's a blessing and a curse the credit cards in general uh, blessing and Burn. a curse i've definitely been really hungry the past couple days eh, that's uh, okay. <laughs> but in all reality it's great uh for the budgeting Basically, um, what I'm trying to do right now is narrow my spending on like going out to eat and things like that um, really to pretty much zero. I'm hoping to cut it out in total and start yeah. cooking more and meal prepping. One, because it's, it's healthier. That's a good part. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to get back in shape. Um, but also just because I, you know, I don't have much income right now. So it's a little bit easier to budget out um, and, you know, kick out the uh, eating out than you know totally. most other that's, things that's that's an easy one it's hard like, to not spend as right. much on gas because i have to drive a lot for work yeah. you know mm-hmm. i uh, think uh so, yeah. i think i spent about 100 150 this week 75 of that 75 was donations to the firefighters there we go oh we i saw that i saw that and snacks your and whole stuff. family went down there and did that uh yeah that was we awesome. all brought a bunch of stuff out um i have to say whenever there's any, a total side note whenever there's anything in town i always see sam's mom there like yeah, she she's always is out the community stuff. outreach pro 
because when there was, you know, out, out here in Thousand Oaks, when there was the shooting at Borderline and then the fires right after, I saw your mom at the uh, print shop for yep. the shirts. She was She's volunteering there, and then she was donating she stuff. Yeah, She's an amazing person, phenomenal. for sure. Absolutely phenomenal. Anyway. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, spent some money on the donations, got waters and Gatorades and snacks, um, and then... I don't even know what the other... Who knows? You know, random shit. Yeah. Some but still, tool, that's not a bad. tool here that I don't need. But it went um, to... It ultimately, the majority... In and out six times. God. I haven't had in and out in a couple of weeks. Um, the majority of your spending that went to like a really good cause. Yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. necessary. It was, a, it was a good week. Yeah. Good. Good, good. Um, Scott, you don't have to if you don't want. You can either curate ours or... I would say, yeah, if I was going to say anything, maybe like in the last month, I was... Uh, I was vaping for like uh like a couple months not eight years eight months like okay. with a jewel and then i cut that out i stopped that's pretty that's huge good, i was right? i was looking at my budget yeah and it was i think i was spending like uh close to like 150 bucks a month on it damn oh easily I'm and sure. it was Those it's easy it's just crazy yeah it's crazy how much it's just like that's simple you just stop it's better for your health not, so not what brought you to stop? Was it all the Courtney, my girlfriend? Oh, okay. Plus, I just kind of felt like it was I shouldn't be doing it. Did totally. She, yeah. I did agree. she give you the uh, you know me or the vape? No, she didn't. Uh, but I mean, it's like at a certain point, like I, I realized, like yeah, I'm, a, I'm addicted story. to nicotine. Like yeah, I need, I need well, to. That's not the thing be is like nicotine. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of people don't realize is you do like those things like you. It's get real. addicted to them. It's you one hundred percent get addicted. And it, to the it's not even like you're addicted in the sense like I fiend for it and like oh my god I need it. You're just like oh yeah it's there oh, whatever I'll it's, rip it. It's yeah. crazy yeah and especially it's different than like smoking a cigarette because a cigarette you'll smoke a cigarette you'll go do something for like forty five minutes and you go have another cigarette mm-hmm. with the vape it's like you have it with you the entire day all times nonstop yeah and it's just always having nicotine like in your brain so when you quit it's kind of like whoa this is a real thing that interesting so it did so it did kind of hit when Definitely, you quit yeah when i when i quit it was like super interesting weird yeah. one of my friends quit by throwing his mm-hmm. over a fence onto the highway so well, i don't I don't condone it, littering yeah. but you know i do condone quitting vaping so someone but, caught it dude and they used it right so, yeah. there you go but the thing is like those things are really strong they say mm-hmm. one jewel pod is like 20 cigarettes in terms of nicotine yeah. in terms yeah. of nicotine mm-hmm. so that if you think about it like Look how many people are hooked on cigarettes and then think about concentrating that nicotine portion into like a small pod that tastes like apples. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Or mango. No, it's, it's definitely real. Like Mm -hmm. that's a real thing. And I understand, you know, why there's such an epidemic today about vaping and why everyone's stopping. I mean, in all reality, there was a, I heard a story the other day about a girl locally here in town, um, that has that. Vaping yeah, she got this thing. Yeah, she yeah. got that sickness. It was some. It was in Simi or something. Simi, I think. Yeah, yeah. And she had like a literally. I want to say like a thirty percent chance of living. And she's va- and they know it's from vaping. They're saying it's from they vaping. know it's exactly from because what vaping does is it's essentially it's like a water vapor or an oil vapor. So your mm-hmm. lungs are just dense and like full of this, this oil. The residue. Oil is yeah. a bad thing. That's it's, what's the yeah. Oil it's the residue in, in your lungs. So your lungs are never really like clean at that point like if you smoke cigarettes yes it's like tar which is horrible but don't smoke either yeah don't smoke either but i'm just saying like you know it's like a tar thing that takes a long time to build up this is just like that humid residue that just it's like imagine if you spilt like any oil like a 
olive oil or something you feel it like gets stuck on your hands and stuff and yeah, it's it's, it's like gross. imagine that inside your lungs yeah and it just sits it's not there good. And sits there it's not, good. not to mention it's expensive too so yeah right. it's horrible yeah, it's, it's, just don't do it yeah yeah anyway around. long story short we're very healthy people right um sam meets in and out six times yeah. a week scott was vaping chipotle like five times throw a week. some scott Mexican okay scott's a vegetarian the first time i met him he's like oh yeah dude i love chipotle i'm like Okay, how do you eat try so the much Sofritas, chipotle? dude? Try the Sofritas at Chipotle. I don't eat Chipotle. I'm not even what, gonna lie. What like, is I don't that? like Sofritas Chipotle. Sofritas is a tofu option. Interesting. I mean, honestly, it's not that. I can't. I'm not gonna bag on Chipotle, but I mean, I'm not a healthy vegetarian by uh-huh. any means. But the it's like the they season it. It's like tofu, and it's pretty good. Nice, pretty good, cool. Yeah. I'm a big veggie grill fan. I do like veggie, veggie grill. Veggie grill's real good. Uh, yeah. But I don't, my, I don't, I don't know. Green Maybe things, I just so. have, yes. <laughs> Sam's I beige. Know, like, the beige <laughs> thing. The beige <laughs> life. Only we beige talked beige. about that on like the first episode. We were I like, Sam so, yeah. was gonna have a blog called the beige life or my beige <laughs> life. I still think it would be huge. Dude. It's all too bland. It doesn't look good. Oh but that's God, the tag. Dude. Wait, so what do you get it in and out? You just get like, uh, so originally. I would get a number three, which most, is a hamburger with ketchup only, extra toasted on the bun, French fries and a Coke. Extra beige. Why do now, you go to In-N-Out, dude? Because <laughs> it's so good. Because their burgers are so good. Now, I get a number two, a spread only, which is a cheeseburger and spread. So you upped and it fries to and a Coke. some yellow and pink in there. Yeah, exactly. I threw some yellow and pink in. But mixed together, those are pretty For a while, beige. I'll get grilled beige. onions every once in a while. Grilled onions are pretty good. I get grilled okay. and raw. I oh, cannot. Interesting. That's what I do. I do Is that grilled, what you do? Grilled and raw, yeah. Interesting. But I, get a I might have cheese. to try that. I get a grilled cheese because it doesn't have meat on it. Right. Yeah. But it's pretty good with the grilled I and cannot, raw. I yeah, cannot do the grilled onions from in and out when you so get it good. to go. Literally, your car will smell like grilled yeah. onions oh, for yeah. a week totally. afterwards. It's crazy. I kind of like the smell, though. I can't do it. It makes me sick. It's <laughs> like get, I'm there six days a week. So yeah, I'll get in the next day into my car at like four in the morning to go to work if I have a or when I was shooting a lot for production. And I'd be like, what in the hell is this smell in my car? I'm like, oh, I was in and out. <laughs> One day when I'm not ambitiously broke anymore, when I'm ambitiously rich, when we're all ambitiously rich, um, I'm just going to buy an in and out truck and have it permanently parked stationed at in front of my no, house. No, I want to be the David Dobrik of in and out I want the black card to in and out Like, you know how Chipotle yes. has that lifetime free card? Dude, I would kill for the Chipotle card. Dude, I don't know about that. Kill, would be but... crazy. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> God. To be honest. Dude, I, I want it so <laughs> bad. I don't know. There's a lot of restaurants I'd do that for. Um, anyway, that is pretty much our episode. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, we're still going to have some pretty fun conversations and reminisce on some old times. But uh, like we always say, this is Ambitiously Broke. Uh, we're trying to build some wealth with you guys as a community. We're trying to better our finances, better our lives, and you know, really just spread positivity and um, help people that are in our situation or have been through things similar to us because, yep. you know, we've all been here. We've all um, all experienced some financial hardship or gain. And, you know, it's just uh, it's a little hard to talk about it sometimes. So we're yep. trying to break that barrier down and really just have a good time. We really want to thank Scott for coming out today and hopefully yeah. we'll have him on future episodes. Thank you, Scott. Yeah, I really appreciate it. Check out the website. And yeah. Yeah. Like we always say, uh, follow us on Instagram. It's at ambitiously broke. My personal Instagram is at Jacob Stegall, J-A-C-O-B-S-T-E-A-G-A-L-L. Mine is at S-Mobley, S-M-O-B-L-E-Y. Smobley. 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 Cool. Scott, what's yours? Oh, mine's uh, at Scott Stevens photo. You could also check out uh, at Indigo Child blog. That's the uh, blog we were talking about earlier. And we'll, we'll list them all up on the yeah, website. Yeah, we'll, so we'll put that on the website. There. Definitely check Scott out. Uh, give him a like. Give him a follow. Um, he he really does some amazing content. And if you guys need help with anything, shoot him a DM. 
Um, I know he's always around. He might have some really big job coming up, but uh, fingers crossed all that works out. So all the best to everybody. Let us know in the comments if you guys uh, want anything in specific for us to talk about. If you'd like to be on the show, would like to sponsor the show, let us know. Shoot us an email. Shoot us a DM. Anyway, have a good one, guys. Let's grow that wealth.